record number of cases and they say expect it out into the next coming weeks and and all those free tests that biden said were coming your way he's going to mail them to you along with i guess mail-in ballots for 2022 (laughs) but he's going to mail them to you uh and more yes it's all mounting as he walked on his vacation on the beach with his wife jill with a mask on all by himself out in the middle of nowhere uh, it's You just can't top this, folks. The level of insanity in all the politics, all those people's lives, literally hang in the balance. How do we get rid of the politics? We'll talk more about that coming up. The latest Barkley in for Beck on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. You've heard me talking about MyPillow for years and how it's changed the way I sleep. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fitted me personally for my own MyPillow because I told him, I said, I don't think I really like him. And he said, wait, I think you have the wrong one. Got me the king size pillow. It has changed the way I sleep. It will not go flat. You can wash and dry it constantly and it stays the same amazing shape. You fluff it once before you go to sleep and it's that way. Best of all, it's made right here. So you don't have to worry about, are they going to be MyPillows on the the shelves along with the lowest price offer mike is also extending his money back guarantee trial until march 1st of next year so it makes a great christmas gift you can get the standard my pillow for 1998 originally 69.98 a 50 dollars savings and the king size pillow is 10 bucks more go and see all their rotating discounts over 150 my pillow products enter the promo code back 800-966-3117 800-966-3117 it's mypillow.com promo code back Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. And you can follow me anywhere on social media at Mr. Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, JustinBarclay.com as well. And if you want to text me, I'd love to hear from you. During the program, you could send me a message, and I'll be able to see it right away, and I can send you things back, too. But 616-201-3353 is that number. 616-201-3353. It's another way we like to get around big tech as well. And speaking of big tech... You know, I talked about uh, accountability. We are seeing accountability issues throughout the entire process in a lawless nation. A lot of ways, we're seeing folks who just aren't being held accountable for any issues. We are now staring straight down the barrel of another crisis. It's probably been created by the Biden administration in a lot of ways. We have this Omicron variant that's out there. Be afraid. Be very afraid. And the media, of course, starts their usual drumbeat of the fear-mongering, ramping everything up, the tension, so that you and everyone else will uh, be on pins and needles as this thing comes through. But they completely deny and ignore Some of the most important, and I think promising data, out of South Africa. There's a study that suggests that Omicron, not only are we hearing that it's less lethal, the symptoms are more mild, but the new study out of South Africa suggesting that Omicron, or as I like to call it, Comicron, because we know that 
obviously, is, is, the, is the last variant altogether. It's called communism. Uh, but uh, Comicron actually has some positives to it. South African scientists at the Africa Health Research Institute have examined 33 unjabbed and jabbed individuals who had contracted the Omicron variant. According to Reuters, they found that people who were infected with Comicron developed enhanced immunity to the Delta variant. In other words, this Comicron, this thing, could be a positive because it could help folks. I hate to use this word. They might cancel me. But herd immunity? I know it's not allowed to use that anymore. But it could help folks fight off other infection when it comes to the variants that are out there, including Delta, which they say uh, is a little little worse than the than the original. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's worse or not. But I believe that to be some good news. And some of the news you're just not hearing. See, there tends to be a bit of a censorship battle going on. A really a it's a it's a uh, it's an editing of who you can hear from and who you can't hear from. What ideas are allowed to be discussed in the public realm and what aren't? In fact, yesterday it happened, and are you surprised by it? The inventor. Of the mRNA technology. That's what's in the Pfizer and the Moderna jabs. The inventor of the mRNA technology was suspended from Twitter. Banned. His account is completely gone. Dr. Robert Malone. And apparently, it's for talking about the very technology that he invented. Now, what in the world, first of all, do they think we're dumb? Of course, that answer is yes, they do. Uh, But (laughs) this makes no sense at all. We're told constantly, follow the science and the data. The science and the data. And we're told from the high priest to health himself, Mr. Booster, go out and get your booster shot. St. Anthony Fauci. You can't question the science. I am the science. We're told that you have to follow the science and the data. But really what he means is you have to listen to what we say and don't question it. But people are starting to question it. People are starting to wake up. I'm going to give you some good news in that. Coming up, in fact, one person who is drawing attention to this, I think, deserves a little recognition for that. But Dr. Robert Malone, suspended from Twitter, here's some of the things that he said in the past in an interview. Um, Maybe the reason why he's been taken down. Now, the long term, the only solution is political and legal. The government is now lawless. They are doing things that are against the law, and they don't care. Um, They believe that, I, I don't know what they believe, but forcing people to take an experimental medical product is illegal. It is in federal law. We call it the common rule. It is not legal. Forcing the military to take an unlicensed product and then relabeling it 
calling it the license product, which is what I'm telling military people are coming to me and telling me this is what they're doing, because there's a law that the military cannot administer unlicensed vaccines to its personnel. This is a law that came out of what happened with the Desert Storm and, and the anthrax vaccine shots, where a lot of military personnel were damaged. And they're not allowed to give unlicensed products. So the president commands them to vaccinate the troops with an unlicensed product. And so they, there's a colonel now in the Pentagon who will retire soon, so he doesn't have to worry anymore. That's why they picked him. They, they got a colonel to write a set of orders that are clearly illegal, that all military personnel have to be vaccinated with a vaccine that's not licensed, which is illegal. And what they're doing is they're telling the military personnel, oh, we're giving you the licensed vaccine commodity, but that vaccine doesn't exist. And so the other thing they're doing is they're taking the Pfizer vaccine and they're putting labels on it, calling it commodity, which is, by the way, a felony. Okay, They don't care. The, the law is no longer relevant. We have a government that is out of control. It's, it's fascinating to hear the, the inventor of the mRNA technology say those things. But he's not the only one. He's not the only one that's questioning the narrative. He's not the only one that's questioning the politics involved in all of this. But unfortunately, as that happens, people are dying. And I can tell you, probably a handful of people I know dead in the last six months or so because, I believe, of things that could have been avoided. We have Twitter or any other group or organization who feels like they get to decide who gets a voice and who doesn't. We have a real problem. We have an issue. Now, this creates more problems for all of us anyway, because Twitter <laughs> thinking that they're going to make some sort of difference by silencing this man and taking him off of Twitter. They have no idea what they've done, or maybe they do. I don't know. But today, he'll go on Joe Rogan's show, and Rogan's got a platform and a footprint and an audience that's huge. That's much larger than any number of people that Malone probably would have reached himself on Twitter. Even with the retweets and the sharing of the information, etc. And now there's a controversy created around it. So what will he say? I am interested to hear about what Twitter, why they decided they were going to take him down this time. What the, what the real story is behind it. But folks, there is good news because I think people are standing up and they are speaking out. Real average everyday people. You, you know, I don't know if everyday folks are going to know who Dr. Robert Malone is. Unless you're somebody like me who's, I'm like, you know, I'm forced to deal with this information, and this, this on a daily basis. And part of the reason I do it, part of the reason Glenn does it, so you don't have to. You can have trusted sources. We sift through all this and we deal with it. And, and that's why. It's getting tougher and tougher now to decide, okay, who do I trust? Actually, maybe it's getting easier. That might be a part of the side effect of this. But there are new voices speaking out, people that 
they're constantly trying to discredit now anyone who does. And the more they do it, I think the more it backfires. In fact, the latest uh, we'll share with you coming up after the break here. It's it's a voice that, again, they're trying to turn into, a, a, a I think, a, a big villain in all of this. But if you listen to what this man actually has to say, it it's reasonable. It makes a lot of sense. And his points are very valid. In fact, he's a guy that I think most average Americans might respect, might listen to. Regardless of whether he's got a white lab coat or not. We'll talk to uh, hear that piece of information coming up in just a moment. Plus, uh, back with you after this. Barclay and for Beck today on the Glenn Beck Program. So there's some really good news. If you didn't get around to it before Christmas, no worries. You still have the opportunity to take advantage of one of the best sales around. Our friends at Chamonix have extended the GenuCell Christmas and holiday season sale so you can ring in the new year the right way. Looking younger and feeling great about your appearance? Right now, GenuCell's most popular package is 60% off at GenuCell.com. You can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those droopy eyelids, forehead wrinkles, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's Classic Collection. With its immediate effects, you'll see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. Order now and get your complimentary spa package absolutely free at checkout. You get Chamonix's world-class microdermabrasion treatment and cleanser and toner. It's a great gift. Visit GenuCell.com and enter the promo code BEC35 for an additional 35 bucks off. Every order today is in Instantly upgraded to free express shipping. GenuCell.com. The code is Beck35. So I don't know. I'm not a huge NFL fan. <laughs> I like football. I just didn't grow up with a uh, like with a team that I that I watch, you know, and and I think that's part of it. But I'm a very aware of football. I'm very aware of the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Like I think most people are. You have to live like under a rock or in a cage. Cave did not know who he is, but he is making I think a very reasonable uh, argument in the latest story that's out now. That he reveals, and this is shocking, not really, but I think uh, somebody made the case, this is shocking. He is revealing the NFL, and a lot of the teams, you may be surprised to find out, are actually using some of the protocols, some of the treatments that he is being um, ostracized for using himself and for talking about here he is on uh, on the pat mcafee show or podcast i'm not too familiar i think it's a sports show and he, he, what he has to say i think is very reasonable just take a, a listen to some of this clip uh, you know I, i've gotten accused of spreading misinformation uh, when i talk about my you know, the treatment plan that i used uh, to get better that's been used by a number of people and doctors if you watched uh, dr mccullough on rogan Who's, he's a cardiologist, epidemiologist. He goes at length to talk about, and he's double-vaxxed. He talks about the treatment plans that he uses with people. I think one of my issues, and I've, I've brought this up many times, is, one, they don't talk about the fact that, uh, you know, guys are, are getting better using this. this uh, people are getting better using these things. That's fine. You don't want to talk about that. 
But how come in a league where we're seeing what fifty-one guys on the list yesterday, hundred, there's them. still zero conversation, at least publicly, around treatment options for people that that test positive? I do know behind the scenes, this is one hundred percent true. There are many teams who are using or recommending a lot of the same treatments that I got for their players. So, Doctor Joe Rogan, there's treatments being talked about behind closed doors, but. Publicly, I don't understand why we can't talk about treatments. And, and because I think it needs to be not just talked about with the NFL players, but with the rest of the country, that there are ways of, whether it's Delta or Omicron, it seems like there's there's not, you know, there's not a lot of major symptoms. But if you have let's Delta, pause it like there I for did, a second. Let's, let's just pause it there for a second. So, so, so he's admitting. Hey, there are, there are other things people can try. There are other things that are out there, but there are only certain official narrative-approving things that we're allowed to talk about, and that's the jabs, really. That's it. Maybe you can kind of talk about monoclonal antibodies, uh, that sort of thing, uh, in public. But really, uh, the only the only real solution, the only solution, the single solution we hear from those in power is, hey, go out and get the jab. Go out and get the jab. No matter which one it is. And by the way, they, they, the folks, I'm not going to get into full details on this, but in the early onset, asked me if I would get it and then uh, talk about it. People are were being paid. In fact, they asked, they said, we'll pay you to do this. Uh, and I turned them down. I said, you know, I, 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 first of all, regardless of whether I get this or not, and, and this is not the way I want to go about it. You probably haven't listened to much of my program because what I've always said from the beginning, I believe very reasonable. Now we know the, the folks that say this type of thing are conspiracy theorists and they'll come after them like they're coming after Aaron Rodgers. But I believe that this decision ought to be left up to every individual for their own medical reasons, for their own personal reasons. Whatever it might be, I don't believe in one size fits all to everything. I think that folks ought to make these con- these these decisions, and I've said this from the beginning. Thoughtfully contemplate them. Everybody has their own scenario, medical issues, and whatever whatever it might be. I have friends that uh, have medical reasons why they needed to get it, and I have friends that have medical reasons and other reasons why they they didn't want to. And they made those decisions for themselves, just like Rogers has. Call me crazy, but I told people to maybe, hey, consult a trusted health care provider. And then I said, imagine this. And this is what really threw people for a loop. You may want to pray about it. Oh, how dare he? We can only worship one in the white lab coat. His name is Fauci. <laughs> And we don't have room. And Fauci says, you can't have any other gods or treatments uh, before me, apparently. So uh, people, I guess there were folks that found that to be very unreasonable and, and, uh, and, and just crazy. But again, I think that's the sign of the times. We're living in a world where you say something very reasonable, I think sensible at the same time, and you just get attacked. And that's what's happening now with Aaron Rodgers. In fact, he's just said that the NFL is using, and a lot of these teams, some of the same treatments, some of the same alternative things that that uh, that he's used. And that's how the politics now is at play. Is that some people get to use these things, but you know, you don't. And we can't have these conversations about these things. I think this is where the real problem comes in. Here's a little bit more from the clip: Aaron Rodgers and the Pat McAfee show talking about this treatment options that actually help 
you know, and, and if you don't agree with the ones I use, well, let's come up with some other ones, you know, instead of like sticking a person, you know, putting 10 days in an isolation, you know, with a, and, and not able to see anybody in zero treatment options. That, to me, that's just, if science can't be questioned, it's not science anymore. It's propaganda. Ooh. All right. That's it. That's enough. I don't need any more. Perfect. Uh, you know, that is something he's going to get in a lot of trouble for. But, folks, I mean, this is a perfect example of how people are waking up. I just hope I just hope that more and more people do wake up and it's not too late. I hope for some. We have lost far too many, unnecessarily, I believe, because we're not allowed to talk about these treatment op- options. We're not allowed to talk about some of these things that are out there. You know what we're not doing? We're not allowing doctors to be doctors. The stories that are coming out are just absolutely heartbreaking. One of them you'll hear next. Folks, we need to pay attention. We need to listen to these people. They're sounding the alarm. The warning signs are there. Let's step up and make sure this doesn't continue to happen so we don't lose any more. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The battle for our generation is taking place right now in the minds and the hearts of our children and our grandchildren. Today, millions of kids are having their ideologies shaped by these soulless machines of both Hollywood and our own public schools. From the lessons they're taught to the books they're told to read, our kids are caught in a thick swamp of bad ideas. What do you say? It's time we do something about it. The best way I know how to combat bad ideas is to promote good ones. And you don't get a better example of that for kids than in the Tuttle Twins books. The Tuttle Twins books are an exploration of all things that make us freer, more perfect. They teach an accurate history of the United States, and they explain how things like free markets and limited government work. And they will arm your children and grandchildren with true ideals they'll need to help turn our country back around. So I want you to go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get 35% off now. They'll even throw in all their activity work books for free buy them for your kids and your grandkids at tuttletwinsbeck.com get 35 percent off today making socialists question their life choices this is the glenn beck program stick around more after the break back for beck it's justin barkley on the glenn beck program and uh, yeah we're talking about People starting to wake up, folks, little by little. And please, as they do, let's wake them up gently and allow them to come to terms. Like a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who is a very healthy individual, an athlete. The NFL decided he didn't want to take the jab himself for his own particular medical reason. I mean, these people, everything they eat is fine-tuned. Listen, I know many people have mistaken me. For a world-class athlete before. They look at me and they think, surely you must be some sort of... They're looking for the medals or the trophy or the rings or something like that. No, no, no. I, I Look, I, I understand. Don't like the confusion. <laughs> of course. Uh, <clears throat> I'm joking. But these people, everything they eat, everything they do down to their sleep, and uh, I mean, all of it is just fine-tuned to a precision. They have teams of people that tell them what to eat, do, and every single day. It's not just their health. It's a business. And so they take it very seriously. 
It's no wonder to me that he and many other of these world-class athletes had had these conversations about, wait a minute, what should I really do? What They may have even weighed the risks. So to hear folks like Aaron Rodgers come up and, and speak up is, uh, I think, good news for us. Why? Because we continue to see politics throughout the entirety of this play out in a way that I believe people are needlessly dying. They, they're losing their lives, and they, and they shouldn't, and they don't have to. Part of those reasons is the dealing with the, the treatments. We're waiting too long to try to treat people and then with what we treat them with, there's only a certain protocol that's passed down on high, from what I understand, from the centralized location of the altar of Dr. Fauci. Apparently, he gives you the the, uh, the scroll with all the information in it, and that's what you're supposed to do. And if you ask questions, or maybe you think, hey, let me try something differently. As a doctor, you could be fired, or even worse, your medical license could be stripped. They talked about that here in Michigan, where our governor is. They say, you, you want to prescribe this hydroxychloroquine? You can strip your medical license. The ivermectin is the next piece. But in that interview that I just played from Aaron Rodgers, he goes through a number of different pieces. And those, those two that you've heard and were demonized aren't the only ones out there. There are many other different things that people have tried. Doctors all over the world have been attempting to use and and uh, and. and Reporting back what works and what doesn't. Don't you think maybe, maybe we ought to listen to them? Maybe we ought to let doctors be doctors? Maybe we ought to let real people be treated by the folks who know them best rather than the, the bureaucrats far off in some faraway land. I mean, there's a lot we could learn from this whole debacle. And the politics continues, I believe, in this case, to needlessly kill folks who who should still be here today. Uh, our next uh, guest is on the phone right now. Her name is uh, Julie. And I don't know how much uh, information uh, you want to give out, Julie, but... Um, I know your your husband rather well. He listens to my local program here in Michigan. Um quite often good man who i've talked back and forth with quite a bit and when i got the news that uh, your daughter was sick um you know i began asking the audience to pray and i prayed for her and i gotta tell you um when i got the news that she had passed it was uh well i can't imagine i just can't imagine how tough it was for you um i've lost about a handful of friends in the last five months people that i know and I think needlessly because of the politics that surround all of this. Exactly. But I, I don't want to talk as much about the but I just want to find out about your daughter. What happened with her specifically? And and I just want to give you a chance to tell your, your daughter's story, Julie. Okay. Well, Jessica was, um, she got COVID from her husband who got COVID from a vaxxed person. And um, so you get it if you've been vaxxed or not. She was very sick. She started developing a, a cough. 
Um, her, she took a home blood oxygen level, and it was very low. So she called the doctor, and he said that's very dangerous for the baby because she was um, 29 weeks pregnant. And he said to take her in. So Matt, her husband, took her to the emergency. They took Jessica, leaving Matt standing all alone, took Jessica by ambulance to the hospital. He couldn't go with her, even though he drove her there. Um, I know she was scared. And um, they put her on oxygen when she got to the hospital. The next day, um, that was the 29th, 30th, she texted me and said, can you get a priest? I think she knew. Um, So I had one go, and he did what he needed to do. She was very devout, traditional Catholic. Um, then they could not keep her blood oxygen levels up. Um, she refused remdesivir, which there are other drugs that do the same. Um, Jessica, um, they called Matt in to talk about the baby. On the 4th, they vented Jessica, and she fought it and fought it, and pulled everything out and said, you know, to Matt that um, if they vent her, she's not coming out of it. She she knew. Um, she was very scared. They sedated her, vented her, and then they did a C-section, and they took the baby. And she had a little baby, 2 pounds, 14 ounces. Um, Jessica was then put in a coma, um, a couple of days later, we heard she had a collapsed lung with a hole in her lung. Then a couple of days later, it was, she was on kidney dialysis. Her kidneys were failing. And then she had multiple strokes. And then the fi- finally, um, you know, every, every day or so, there was something worse. She had brain hemorrhage into her, into the stroke. So they called us in, um, this was on the 14th. We, Jessica had a will. We took her, had her taken off the vent. Um, myself, Jessica's dad, her husband, Matt, and her oldest daughter, Josie, uh, went into the room. And it was about 15 minutes later, and she took her last breath. And I think maybe it was needlessly that she passed away. I think that all these things that happened were from maybe the drugs that they gave her. Um, They just moved um, out of their house into Matt's mom and dad's house to stay there temporarily to either find a house or, you know, find some land um, to build on. And... You know, Matt, he's not alone. He's got his mom there, and I go there, and it's close. So um, they need to find something in Hamilton. And there is the Farmhouse Deli did a GoFundMe page. It's raised a lot of money, but I think they still still need a lot of help. And baby Margaret is now four pounds, one ounce. She's still on the CPAP off and on, but she's doing good. How many and weeks is she now? Um, well, she was born on the 4th, so she's almost four weeks. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I know you went through that too, Justin. And, mm. you know, how does a, uh, a man bring a, a, you know, a baby home, a preemie, you know, and then plus he has a 16-month-old little boy and, you know, six kids under the age of 13. Yeah. She was a mother of seven. Is that yeah. right? Yes. And she was a very good mother. She was a warrior mother, you know. Um, and and right around Christmas, um, I turned 13 on the 22nd. Sam turned 12 on the 24th. Esther turned 5 on the 27th. And Josie turned 21 on the 27th. Hmm. And they're all... there's. <laughs> Four of them in, um, actually five of them in December, but they did have a good Christmas. They they had a lot of donations and they they were joyful on Christmas. But it doesn't take away the fact that you know their mom is gone. I can't even imagine. Uh, Julie is Jessica's mother, and uh, just kind of ran through some of those things. We talked about this. I think people are needlessly dying because of the politics. And maybe it's the treatment protocol that's been passed down. Or maybe it's the lack of the early treatment and some of the other options that aren't even being considered. I'm not sure exactly, but I do know that when we have such a political frenzy that surrounds these things, that that it has real life consequences. And you're hearing it. Now, I know this because I've seen five different cases. And Julie, your case, your daughter, uh, Jessica, is eerily similar to a case of a a friend of of my wife's who her first child found her safe self in the same position. And they, they had to put her on a ventilator. They cut her open. She had the kidney failure. They took the baby out. And eventually she passed. Yeah. And. And to me, for me to know two of those people, something's not right. Um, and folks, to hear this story, I guarantee if I open up the phone lines right now, we would hear story after story all across the country where these things are happening. And they don't yeah. need to be. Right. Julie, um, we're praying for you guys. We're praying for your family. Before I let you go, uh, what do you say to folks that maybe the doctors who, because people are starting to wake up. I know that the doctors that are that are possibly listening saying, you know, there's something wrong with what we're doing. The, these things aren't working. Maybe the nurses. What would you say to those folks if you could you could if you could say something that would make a difference? Well, I know some people that got ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, and Jessica was afraid to take it because of the baby. She wanted to do everything she could for that baby. But um, I know some people, even pregnant woman that did take it and felt better within a couple days. And she asked for it in the hospital, and they they said no. So I think she finally wanted it, but they didn't, there's no way they were going to give it to her. Um, so I think if people can seek out this, there's people that know people that have 
the um, that can get it. And if you can take it early on, do everything you can to get it and take it because it might save your life. There are politics throughout all of this. And, and, and yeah. Julie, I appreciate you taking the time to share that story. The GoFundMe is set up. I've shared it over on my Twitter page at Mr. Justin Barkley. You can help out. It's, it's entitled Help the Hallgrens, H-A-L-L-G-R-E-N-S. Julie, thank you so much. Praying for you guys. Appreciate thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that is uh, another story, folks, of a, uh, someone gone far too soon, a mother that I've two now that I know. And never got to even hold their baby. Enough of the politics. Quick break. We're back after this. Barkley in for back today on the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program. If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent and nagging and relentless, I want you to take a moment and think back to the last time you really felt good. Can you even remember what it felt like? Now, here's even a more important question. What would you give to go back to feeling like that again? Maybe it would just be nice to take a stroll with your loved one or play with your grandchildren. I've suffered from persistent, crippling pain almost all the time for about five years. When I started taking Relief Factor, I took it because my wife made me start taking it. I didn't think it would work for me. Yet here I am today, virtually pain-free, doing the things I love to do, all thanks to my wonderful wife and Relief Factor. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Are you part of that 70% that can get your life back? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. They're playing politics and people are dying. And you say, Justin, I don't know. What do you mean by that? What do you mean politics? Well, just the other day, Rochelle Walensky, head of the CDC, admitted it. This is how they're making the decisions. The newest guidance about moving the quarantine back from 10 to 5 days. So from what you're saying, it sounds like this decision had just as much to do with business as it did with the science. Politics. Say it. Well, so I, it really had a lot to do with what um, we thought people would be able to tolerate. We have seen oh. relatively low rates of isolation uh-huh. um, for all of this pandemic. Some science has demonstrated less than a third of people are isolating when they need to. And so we really want to make sure that we had guidance in this moment where we were going to have a lot of disease. We just wanted to make sure people would follow, you know, follow through. That's how we said Apparently, it's not the science anymore, at least not the kind you always thought it was. See, the science has always been this way. It's been political science. And the data? Polling data. Yep, that's how it's worked from day one, folks. And now, they're letting you in on the secret. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today in the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.